Hey, I know that you want to speak English like a native English speaker. You want to sound like a native English speaker. When you speak English, you want to speak English fluently and you've done all that you possibly could have done. You've read books, you've attended classes, but you still have not achieved your goal yet. Well, don't worry. In today's lesson, I am going to tell you five steps. You heard me right. Five steps that will help you finally speak English like a native English speaker. Are you ready? Well, then I'm teacher Tiffany. Let's jump right in. Step number one. You see my friends, step number one is you must believe that it is possible. In other words, you must believe that it is possible for you to even speak English fluently. Why is this step number one? You see, I have been an English teacher for a long time. I taught English in South Korea for about 10 years and I noticed there was something very similar between all of my students and probably including you. You see, they had the desire to speak English fluently, but so many times they doubted their ability. They doubted that they would ever be able to speak English fluently because there were so many rules and so many things they didn't know. And maybe you've experienced the exact same thing. But the fact of the matter is in order to achieve any goal, including your English fluency goal, you must first believe that it is even possible. So right now I'm speaking directly to you. I know it's hard. I know that English is not the easiest language to learn, but what I also know, even though I have never met you in person, I know that you are smart. I know that you are smart enough and that your brain has the capacity and the ability to grasp the English language to help you achieve your goal, but you won't achieve this goal unless you, my friend first believe it. You heard me right. I need you to remind yourself every single day that you are smart enough and that you can achieve this goal. It doesn't matter if it gets hard. You have the ability to achieve this goal. This is step number one, not getting a book, not watching a video. No step. Number one is that you must believe that it is possible. So what's step number two? Now you believe that it's possible. Step number two, you need to observe the English world. In other words, you must observe people speaking English naturally in various situations. Now, why is it so important for you to observe the English world? Step number two, let me explain this. So I can speak Korean. I studied Korean when I was living in Korea as a missionary English teacher. And as I was studying, I got many books. I took many classes. You see, like you, I love learning languages. I love studying and learning new things. But at that time I was only using the books that I had been given. I had great teachers, but I had a very good knowledge of book Korean. And when I went to speak Korean, my Korean friends would always tell me, Tiff, you just don't sound natural. You just don't sound like 
a native Korean speaker. You can speak Korean, but you're really not fluent just yet. And I know you've probably heard the same thing. When you speak English, you listen to yourself and you compare yourself to other native English speakers. You compare yourself possibly to other English learners and you can't figure out why your English doesn't sound as good as theirs. I've been there. I understand what you're feeling. The reason is I wasn't observing the Korean world and maybe you're not observing the English world. For example, you need to observe native English speakers talking to each other. So not just English lessons. Yes, this lesson is very important and I'm happy to be your teacher, but you must also observe native English speakers in the real world. What do they talk about? What words do they use? What expressions do they use instead of just staying within the books? Instead of just learning from the dictionary or looking at things that are written down, you need to observe native English speakers in their natural environment. And because of the internet, you can do that very easily. No matter what country you live in, go online, find a video, watch a movie, watch a drama, but it needs to be with native English speakers interacting with each other. You'll be amazed how your English fluency will improve when you start observing the English world. This is so important. Step one, you must believe that it's possible. And step two, you must observe the English world. How do native English speakers speak when they're speaking to each other? Step number three, another important step you must study what is interesting to you. In other words, you must study the things that almost immediately catch your attention. This is one of my favorite steps. Again, study what is interesting to you. So again, I told you earlier that I have literally been teaching English for years. I've taught thousands upon thousands of students in person and millions online. And something that is very common, a common thread is that if you don't study something you're interested in, you will get bored. The students that I have taught over the years, when they go back and study things, if they're not interested in the topic, they'll stop. They would stop in the past. And even my current students right now that are in my academy, if they're not interested in a topic, they'll get bored. Once you find something that catches your attention, you will naturally want to know more about that thing or that activity or that topic. For example, I love cooking. If you've been with me for a while and you've listened to my story times, Hey, don't worry. I'm going to tell you a story at the end of this lesson. You've heard me talk a lot about food and how much I enjoy cooking. That's something that interests me. So when I was studying Korean, I naturally got interested whenever I heard someone speaking about cooking and they were speaking in Korean or whenever I saw a cooking program and there were Korean chefs discussing different techniques, even though I didn't know all the words or the expressions at the beginning, the topic interested me. So I naturally learned 
faster, when they used a new word, when they used a new expression. Why? Because in my brain, I already had a compartment for cooking, for food. I was already interested in that topic. The same is true for you, my friend. Listen, I want you to speak English fluently, but in order to speak English fluently, you have to remember step three. You have to study things that interest you. When you watch a video, when you're reading something, if it catches your attention, that's a sign that, Hey, I need to dive deeper into this. I need to see some more information, more videos, or read up more on this topic in English. This is the key to help you speak English fluently. Step number three, if something interests you, learn more English related to that topic. Now, after you do this step, number four, step number four is connected to your life. In other words, you must connect the things you study to things currently happening in your life. I love this step too. I know I said, I love step three, but I also love this step again, connect it to your life. You see English is a language. But when you think about your brain and the way your brain is made up, your brain has different compartments and things trigger other things in your brain. For example, if I see a cup of water immediately in my brain, I'm thinking of drinking the water of, uh, I might be thirsty. All of these things are triggered just by seeing that glass of water. There are connections already in my brain that have been connected to this cup of water. You have to do the same thing for everything you learn in English. When you learn a new word, connect it to your life. When you learn a new expression, connect it to your life. When you learn a new concept or idea, Figure out how you can connect that concept or idea to your life and you will remember it forever. For example, I said a few moments ago that I was thirsty when I saw the cup of water. Another word for thirsty is parched. <laughs> Good. Again, after me parched. Excellent. P A R C H E D. So, I just taught you a new word, parched, meaning thirsty. So what you have to do right now, connect it to your life. Think about the last time you were parched, the last time you were thirsty. Think about what you were doing. Why were you parched? Maybe you were playing a sport. Maybe you were exercising at the gym. Think about the last time you were parched. Now you're connecting the word to your life. This is how you'll remember the word. You'll never forget it. You're connecting it to your life, which will help you use it in real life and speak English more fluently. Step number four. Now, step number five is just as important. Step number five, use it immediately. In other words, you must learn. You must learn how to use what you're learning immediately in a conversation. This is something very similar to connecting it to your life. Use it immediately. I just taught you the word parched, right? We connected it to your life. The last time you were parched now use it immediately. 
As soon as this video lesson is over, find someone, your mother, your father, your husband, your wife, your children, your friend, find someone to teach the word to say, Hey, I just watched teacher Tiffany's video and she taught me this word parched. Have you ever heard it before? They may say no. Ah, let me teach it to you. Parched just really means thirsty. And whoo, I was parched last week. What happened? First, in step four, you connected it to your life. Last week, you were parched. Fifth, step five. Now you're using it because you're teaching it to someone. Remember, in order for you to speak English fluently like a native English speaker, you have to understand how your brain works. When you're learning new information, remember, you have to believe that it's possible. You have to make sure you're learning what interests you. You have to follow these steps in order to speak English fluently. And remember step five, you must use what you learn immediately. Now, I hope this lesson really helped you. I want you to speak English fluently. Remember, it's not just about what you're learning in the books. It's about how you are accessing that information, putting it into your brain and using it. Remember step number one, believe that it's possible because I believe it's possible. I'll talk to you next time. You still there? <laughs> I told you it was coming. You know what time it is. Here we go. It's story time. Hey, I said it's story time. All right. So for today's story, I want to tell you about a time when I had COVID. Yes, I've had COVID, I think two or three times. And this time, this was the first time I had COVID. Now, earlier I mentioned, we were talking about things that interest you, right? And I mentioned that I love food and I love cooking. Now, my love for food actually came from my mom. My mom is an excellent cook. Her food is absolutely delicious. Literally people eat her food and they wonder what she put in it. They always want her to cook when we go to an event. So I got COVID and at the time I was still living with my parents. I had, I had come back from Korea and I asked them if I could stay with them for a while because I was trying to build this business of, you know, English teacher business to help you. They said, sure, Tiff, you can stay with us. So I was staying with my parents and unfortunately I got COVID. Now, because I had COVID, I had to be quarantined. So I was staying with my parents and I had to stay in my room for a two week period, right? Lockdown. I could not come out the room. Well, that meant my parents had to make every meal for me. I wasn't complaining. Remember, I told you my mom is a great cook. So one day my dad, he was the one in charge of making my meals. So my dad is great, right? He's not as good a cook as my mom is, but he's good. So my dad made my meals and my dad is a military guy. So if I wanted to eat at 8 a.m., 12 p.m. and 5 p.m., my dad would have the food at my door at 7.59, 11.59 and 4.59, always on time. So my dad, yes, dependable. I could always count on my dad getting the food to me on time. So the following day, my dad did it the first day and the following day it was my mom's turn. Now I knew, woo I knew the food was going to be good. So 
I told my mom, I said, hey, mommy, I, I'm hungry, so would you mind bringing the food for lunch, my food around 12 o'clock? She said, no problem, baby. She said, what would you like me to make you? Now, I love anything my mom makes, but I really love the way my mom makes sandwiches. Yes, not just basic sandwiches. My mom adds like six or seven different ingredients to her sandwiches. They're really good. So I mean, when I say my mouth was watering, I was sitting in my room. It was about 11.55. Now remember, I was used to my dad coming right at 11.59. So I said, oh, I'm about to throw down. This food is about to be amazing. So I'm sitting at my desk in my room waiting for the knock to come at the door. Look at the clock, 11.58. I said, oh, yeah, one more minute. It's coming. It's coming. 11.59. I looked at the door. I said, okay, all right. Maybe she'll come at 12, right? 12 o'clock is when I asked. So 12 o'clock rolled around. Nobody. I said, okay, you know, maybe she's still cooking downstairs. I can just wait, right? 12.05. And I felt my stomach start to growl, right? You know, when you get hungry, your stomach starts to rumble, right? It was rumbling because I was extremely hungry and I couldn't do anything about it. 12.10. Look at the door. Okay, 1215, 12.20, Now at this time, I felt like I had lost my sense of reality. I was starving. I couldn't do anything. My mom kept saying, I'm saying, I'm coming, dear. Don't worry. I said, you say you're coming, but you're not coming. 12.25, I hear a knock on the door. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. You ready for your meal? Am I ready? Now, I didn't say this out loud. I said, yeah, yes, thank you so much. So she put it at the door because, again, I had COVID. They couldn't come in contact with me, and she walked away. Now, when I opened the door, remember, I was starving. When I opened the door and I looked at the plate that my mom had prepared for me, I forgot everything. I forgot the long wait. I forgot everything as the aromas hit my nose, and I said, thank you, Jesus. The wait was long, but woo-wee, the results, oh my goodness, that sandwich was absolutely amazing. So I called my mom. She was down. I said, thank you so much for the food. What is the point? What is the lesson? Sometimes <laughs> you're going to have to wait a long time to get the results you're looking for. But if you wait patiently, the results will exceed your expectations. So yes, my dad would come on time, but my mom, even though she was late, that plate of food, I will never forget it. Now, this was just for fun, but I want you as an English learner to remember this. It's taken you a long time, or what seems to be a long time to achieve your English goal. I know you want it just like I wanted that plate of food, but be patient. Because you will achieve your goal. Believe that you'll achieve your goal. And when it happens, woo-wee, it's going to be sweet. All right, I will talk to you in the next lesson. I hope you enjoyed this story. Have a wonderful week. And remember to speak English.